Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. This is The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Recently, Kim Kardashian posted on her Instagram a pic of her leaning back on the bed of a machine that looks quite a bit like an MRI. Is she unwell? No. But luckily for her, she has access to technology that can potentially pick up an ailment before a symptom ever shows, nipping cancers and aneurysms in the bud before they ever get to a point where they're life-threatening. But how much does something like this cost? Why isn't it available to everyone? And is it even available here in Australia? Today, we look into the full body scan being promoted by the Kardashian family and whether this is the way we'll manage our health into the future. But first, in news headlines for Thursday, August 17. The Matildas are devastated after going down to England 3-1 in the Women's World Cup semi-final last night, but they took the opportunity to thank fans for embracing them during this tournament. Steph Catley told Optus Sport they've been blown away by the level of support. It's been absolutely incredible. I can't even put it into words, to be honest. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting a little bit emotional now. Even coming to the ground and and seeing, you know, the thousands of people flocking into the stadiums, you know, waving at the bus, you see the four pubs and what we've seen on social media, what we've seen in the crowd, uh, you can just see that it's changed the women's game forever. Australia's sole goal kicker in last night's game, Sam Kerr, says the support from the Australian fans has been a huge motivation to get them this far. We can't thank the fans enough. They've been, ama- they've been amazing. You know, we've felt the love all over the country and just to see the support we've had has really pushed us on. So hopefully this stays around because this has been amazing for us. It's not over for the Matildas. They're still in the hunt for third place and will take on Sweden in Brisbane on Saturday. Kerr saying despite last night's emotional loss, their coach has them already focused on the next step. It's hard obviously to think about that right now, but Tony's already said it's a quick turnaround. We've got to pick ourselves up and hopefully not go home empty-handed. In the wake of the Matildas' historic run at the Women's World Cup, Captain Sam Kerr has called for her code of football to receive its fair share of funding. The Matildas shattered TV viewing records, played in front of sellout crowds and filled live sites around the country as they progressed to the semi-final for the first time. After last night's shattering 3-0 loss to England, Sam Kerr said, speaking only for the Matildas, they need further funding for their development, funding at grassroots. In fact, they need funding everywhere. An emotional Matildas coach, Tony Gustafsson, after the game says he agrees with the players. They worked hard. They and the generations before worked hard to be in this moment. Obviously, it's a bit emotional to sit here and talk about that when you lose a semi-final. I hate to lose, but I've said it before, it's bigger than 90-minute football. We're very disappointed that we lost, but hopefully we won something else. We won the heart and the passion for this for this game in this country, but I agree with the players. This is not the end of something. This needs to be the start of something. 
and with that comes money as well. While participation in soccer around the country is huge, the football code has struggled to cut through at the professional level or land the type of funding that the likes of the AFL or NRL have been able to attract. Kerr saying she hopes this is the start of something new. Matilda's fans have endured a very long ride home and not only because of the loss on the pitch after Sydney's rail network went down. Two men are assisting police after cables in a railway signal box were cut and equipment damaged at around 10pm local time last night just as the Women's World Cup semi-final was wrapping up. Transport New South Wales having to divert city-bound trains and causing major delays on multiple lines. Frustrated fans posting images on social media of crowded platforms of Matilda supporters trying to get home. Services were restored in under two hours. Hillsong founder Brian Houston will find out today whether he's guilty of covering up his father's abuse of a boy to police more than two decades ago. The 69-year-old was a child when his father, Frank Houston, began abusing Brett Sengstock in the 1970s. When Houston found out about it as an adult, he confronted his father, Frank confessing, and was defrocked in 1999. But while the rumour spread all the way to Frank Houston's victim, no-one told police. Houston pleaded not guilty to concealing a serious indictable offence Magistrate Gareth Christoffi due to deliver his verdict in Sydney's Downing Street Centre local court today. A major internal investigation has been launched over why police did not respond to a call telling them a young mother had been stabbed in Sydney's west. The call came from a distressed man Tuesday night. Police told that the woman had been hurt, but they didn't respond to the call and only went to the property the next morning where they discovered the 31-year-old mother of four had been fatally wounded. A 35-year-old man has been charged with murder and refused bail. Assistant Commissioner Leanne McCusker said the police's lack of response will now be investigated, as will the fact that there had been previous call-outs to the home for domestic violence issues to see if anything else could have been done in the lead-up to the woman's death. President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden will travel to Hawaii today to survey the devastation in the wake of the deadly wildfires that ravaged the resort town of Lahaina. More than 100 people have lost their lives in the blaze that was fanned by drought conditions and a passing hurricane last Tuesday. Thousands of buildings have been destroyed, the damage bill estimated to be somewhere over $5 billion US. Hundreds of people remain on the missing list, with search teams having only been able to cover less than 30% of the disaster area in the search for bodies. The Killers have apologised after their lead singer Brandon Flowers invited a Russian fan up on stage to play the drums during a concert in Georgia, the 42-year-old telling the crowd they're all brothers and sisters. People started to walk out of the concert after the fan was invited up to play, many booing the frontman's comments. Georgia has a long history with Russia, having gained independence from them in 1991, before Moscow's forces invaded in 2008. They continue to occupy two breakaway regions. In a statement posted to Twitter after the performance, the band said it was never their intention to offend anyone. That's your latest news headlines in a moment. Today's Deep Dive. On the recent series of The Kardashians, family matriarch Kris Jenner prepared for her 67th birthday by undergoing a full body scan. What we sell here is peace of mind because once you come in... (laughs) Sold. Every time I have a birthday, I start focusing on my health and I start thinking about what I need to do to take care of myself and to be the best that I can possibly be. 
So this new scan can actually see the organs and the tissue and everything that's going on inside. So getting the scan is really important because it tells me if there's anything going on that I should be worried about. While she watched Dateline for an hour, the technology scanned her body for any signs of emerging cancers or other potentially life-threatening issues. Jenna was told she has the all clear, her doctor informing her she has the brain and body of a woman in her 40s. I just feel very anxious. Yeah, no, you're incredibly healthy. Knowing your age, I'd kind of put you like well into the, in the 40s is, is kind of where your body fits. Guys, I'm 40. But that peace of mind of knowing that you don't have anything nasty lurking inside your body ready to strike when you least expect it comes at quite the cost. That 60-minute scan is predicted to have cost Jenna somewhere close to $2,500 US. Now, daughter Kim is also spruiking the treatment, which some critics say, aside from being well out of reach financially for the majority of people, can also lead to more unnecessary procedures. On her Instagram, Kim posted a pic of her leaning up against the bed of the scanner, the caption saying, I recently did this scan and had to tell you all about this life-saving machine. The full body scan has the ability to detect cancer and diseases such as aneurysms in its earliest stages before symptoms arise. It was like getting an MRI, Kardashian wrote, for an hour with no radiation. It has really saved some of my friends' lives and I just wanted to share. Hashtag not an ad. Some have been quick to point out that this procedure isn't like an MRI, it is an MRI, and that you never get exposed to radiation from an MRI because that's not the technology it uses. Others in the comments responded with how tasteless it is to promote a health option only available to wealthy people, to people who are currently struggling to put food on the table during a cost-of-living crisis. But a stack of celebs in the comments claimed they'd either had one done or wanted to. The company who runs the scans responded to Kim's post claiming that 1 in 20 patients who undergo their procedure are alerted to a potentially life-saving finding. But what are the risks and benefits of having access to this tech? Is it available here? And what do we need to know before we start lining up and handing over cash for a scan? Dr Joanne Elmore is a professor of medicine at UCLA. Joanne, First of all, how do you feel personally about these full-body scans being done on seemingly completely healthy people? I do not recommend them. I think that we don't have enough data to show that they're helpful and they have some potential harms. Well, can we talk about that? Because Kim Kardashian in her Instagram post said that, you know, it's like an MRI and there's no radiation, which everybody who knows anything about an MRI knows there's no radiation involved with it anyway at any stage, but what are the health risks of having a scan regularly like this? Well, first of all, there's the many thousands of dollars that you might spend to obtain them. And while Kim Kardashian might not blink at that amount, it is pretty substantial. But beyond the financial cost, there can be claustrophobia. Many patients feel claustrophobic getting the exam. There can be anxiety during the exam. But Truly, the biggest harm is that these images pick up all kinds of subtle abnormalities inside the body, and they can't tell what they are, and they lead to a whole cascade of additional tests, sometimes including biopsies. Some people might say, well, I'd like to get this to see if I have cancer. Well, the MRI scan itself doesn't diagnose cancer. It might detect an 
image area that looks suspicious, but then you have to go in and get tissue and do a, a whole cascade of other evaluations. So most of these additional tests, after you have the screening whole body MRI scan, these additional tests, they aren't covered by medical insurance, and it can be a pretty grueling additional course to go through. You mentioned there that people expect to sort of pick up things like cancer through these body scans. The company who's running this say that one in 20 of their patients find potentially life-threatening issues. What kind of life-threatening issues can we presume people are finding when they're undergoing these body scans aside from cancer? Well, I would question that one in 20 number. If one in 20 have life-threatening issues, I don't see one in 20 people getting an MRI scan for screening, you know, dying of things. A lot of the items that are detected are not going to harm patients or what are we call benign. In addition, there are a lot of different types of cancers, and there are some cancers that may stay in your body your whole life and never harm you. And there's this topic called overdiagnosis. And so you can actually be diagnosed with what truly is a cancer, but it never would have killed you or harmed you in your lifetime. Now you mentioned anxiety as a potential issue when undergoing these body scans, but can we extend that out further into people who have medical anxiety who might feel like they have to get these scans in order to be reassured that they don't have something lurking in their bodies? That's a great question. There's the anxiety from the claustrophobia and just getting the test, but then I've mentioned all of these potential additional tests that you might have to go through if an abnormality is detected on one of these screening MRI exams. And the anxiety that many patients feel when they're told that you have an MRI exam and there's an abnormality, we can't tell you what it is, but we think you need additional exams, that can lead to a lot of stress for many patients. So I'm glad you asked about that. In the episode of The Kardashians where Kris Jenner gets this done, she walks away and says, you know, my doctor says I have the brain of a 40-year-old. Like she's, you know, very happy and confident in her results. Is that actually a thing? Can your doctor look at your scans and go, oh, you have the brain of a much younger person? There is not a great correlation between what we see on the imaging and people's, you know, even dementia, for example there isn't always a direct correlation. Indeed, there can be changes over time, just as there's changes in our skin. But there are some patients that have terrible-looking MRIs and are completely normal and vice versa. So I would not put much weight on that statement about her brain. (laughs) (laughs) Is there something also to be said about the use of resources here? Because there's obviously going to be quite a large cohort of people who are maybe waiting to get an MRI who can't afford to pay for these private scans, who will watch as people kind of waltz in and out these private clinics and get the tests that they have been waiting for in other systems. Does this kind of open up that whole health inequity argument again? It does. First of all, the use of resources, those that have the money and the ability will be the ones getting them. And the question is, would their money be better spent elsewhere? These are not covered by insurances, 
because there's no scientific evidence that they will help individuals live longer. That scientific evidence is not available. There are stories that are told by the companies about, you know, one individual had this gallbladder cancer and it was subsequently detected, those kind of things. But in general, there's no scientific evidence that having a whole body screening MRI scan will help you live longer. And that's really why we want to do screening for cancer. We want to detect cancers early so that we can treat them. But there have been many studies of, for example, mammography and breast cancer screening. Those studies have shown an association of reducing death from breast cancer. So we don't have similar data from these whole body MRI scans. And when you talk about resources, the one thing that concerns me is that first you have to pay the financial outlay to have these very expensive for-profit screening tests. But then if an abnormality is noted, who's going to pay for all those additional tests? And those can be very expensive. If an abnormality is noted in the lung or in the gallbladder or pancreas, they might suggest additional tests, additional x-rays, maybe a biopsy. So there can be a lot of additional cost associated. Joanne, obviously there might be the percentage of those people who are able to pay for these full body scans themselves who do pick up on something that does end up saving their life. Could you see that as an argument for, well, then it's worth it if at least one person can help themselves in the future? Great question. And I think that has to be left to the individuals themselves. If they have the money, should they get it? Will it really give them reassurance? And some people it will. Others, they need to be aware that it may lead to detection of things and worrying and cost and things that won't really harm them. And that is the big majority of people getting these tests. The stories of finding a cancer that may or may not have saved someone's life, detecting it earlier, those are very strong and impactful sounding stories, but they're not the norm. Most people that get these tests will have a lot of incidental findings noted that may scare them. In Australia, you need a referral from a primary healthcare practitioner for an MRI, like your GP, chiropractor, physio, osteo, podiatrist or dentist. But not all of them can refer you to a bulk build MRI. That can only happen for a prescribed range of health issues, as listed under the Medicare Benefits Scheme, like an unexplained seizure or headache, an injury or spinal issue. A bulk build MRI, including a fee to see the doctor who referred you, can range from $350 to $500. But there is one Queensland company who are running a scan similar to the one the Kardashians are spruiking. You still need a referral from your GP or their on-site doctor if your GP won't do it, and it will set you back... $2,950. The Quickie is produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Callie Borg, with audio production by Jacob Round.